Hey guys, how are you all doing? Hope you enjoyed Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 6. Now, before I begin, I know a lot of people, just like in the previous comments from the last episode, are going to say that this one was just filler and a waste of time. But you know what? I think this is really building the story, and it's really developing Ahsoka's arc. And I'll explain it in this breakdown while we go over everything. Also, it's really going to tie it into Mandalore, because near the end, as you'll see, the Pikes come into play. And the Pikes have a connection to Maul, who, the last time we saw him, was the leader of Mandalore. Alright, so I got some massive Qui-Gon Jinn vibes from Ahsoka in this one, and I really like that because Qui-Gon's one of my favorite Jedi. Now in summation, and I'm going to break this down later in the video as well, as usual, but uh, in summation here, we see a lot of things and character developments that many people might miss. And if you didn't, hey, right on. Now, I believe this episode will tie into Mandalore as we get to the end of this breakdown, because you'll see exactly how this could play in. Okay, so to start, Trace puts some respect on Ahsoka's mechanic abilities and says she must have come from some good academy, since she knows how to build, asking her what academy it was. And Ahsoka kind of dodges the question asked by Trace and says, you know, she came from Skywalker Academy. Now, the reason she doesn't say she came from the Jedi Academy is because in the last episode, Rafa and Trace exclaim their distaste and distrust in the Jedi, how all they do is start wars and that they're too involved in politics. Now, this is the same reason that Dooku left the Order and why Qui-Gon strayed from it, disallowing his seat on the Council, which he didn't really care for. Which is cool, you know, he was literally the opposite of Anakin, which would have made him a perfect master to him, and would have avoided the whole Darth Vader thing, I, in my opinion at least, but that's a different video for a different time. Qui-Gon was a master, but he did not have a seat on the council, whereas Anakin had a seat on the council, but was not granted the rank of master. So Rafa comes in and pitches a new job to transport medicine from a big-time contractor, which, unbeknownst to Ahsoka and Trace at the time, involves spice trading on Kessel, which, of course, they find out later on. So right off the bat, I want to say that I'm really not a fan of Rafa. She just uses the simplicity and naivety, if that's a word, of her sister's good nature to manipulate her for her own bidding, and to get her to do these quests to pay off loans that she's racked up from sharkies and mobs of her own. So as they head to outer space, they end up actually getting in the military lane on Coruscant, where Ahsoka freaks out and warns them that they can't go in there. She worries for two reasons, and the first is because civilians can't enter the military lanes and you know, they'll get in trouble, as we see LAAT gunships all in unison flying, and the second reason is because, well, she's going to get figured out by the Jedi somehow, because it's all related. The Republic and the Jedi are one. This is when they're actually hailed, and Ahsoka urges Trace not to answer it, but she does, of course. And who is it? Well, it's Admiral Yularen, as he says he'll take their pilot's license if they don't get off the lane. As he asks further and pushes who they are and what their license is and what their number is, they hang up and do as Ahsoka says by getting in the next lane and flying by them. We get to see Admiral Yularen and Anakin inside the ship. I thought it was a really nice touch. Now Anakin asks the Admiral who that was in the transport. Yularen tells him it was just a bunch of civilians who can't drive, and asks Anakin if he'd like to have him send a few officers to arrest them. Now this moment was really beautiful because it shows Anakin just closing his eyes and going into his emotions and really feeling out with the Force. And this was the first moment between Anakin and Ahsoka after all this time that we got. So and he closes his eyes, senses her as they fly by, and she feels him reaching out in the Force as well. The two connect, and Anakin knows it. He tells Yularen to let them go, and that there's no need to arrest. He knows that Ahsoka doesn't want to be caught by them, and whatever she's doing, she just needs to continue on her journey, as being caught would only make things worse and just uncomfortable. I mean, after all, the Jedi would probably hear about it most likely if she did get caught, that Ahsoka was in some transport illegally in the military lane. So Trace and Rafa go to Kessel, where they are greeted by Kinash Lok. 
King Yoruba's Majordomo, as he leads them to a feast they've prepared for their services to transport the unrefined spice. Now, spice was mainly used for substance abusing purposes, but it also can be used for medicine as well. But typically, just the bad stuff. After their meal, and herein finally finding out what they're transporting, to which Ahsoka says, spice is made for illegal things in the galaxy. The Yoruba family guarantees it's for medicine, but Ahsoka doesn't believe them. They get to the spice mines and see the thousands of droids working away, until they realize it's not droids at all, it's actually slaves, as Ahsoka says. As Rafa says, no way, the Republic would never stand for it, they'd shut the place down. When Ahsoka realizes and says, yeah, you'd think they would. Further proving another point as to how she feels they are just so corrupt and full of their own agendas, which is another reason why she distanced herself from the Jedi. So they all transport the spice out of there when we learn they're transporting the spice to Marg Krim. The Pikes, who you might remember from Season 6 with Anakin and Obi-Wan fighting Dooku. Now Ahsoka warns them that the Pikes will take their ship, life, money, spice, and everything else. Trace freaks out and says no one is taking her ship when she finally flips out and dumps all the spice into space, which is literally the worst thing that she could have done. Now at this point, Ahsoka has no choice but to pull a little Qui-Gon Jinn action and use the Force for their benefit. As they meet with the Pikes, Ahsoka mind tricks Mark Grimm to give them the credits and let them leave without checking the cargo. Now these are 30,000 credits in their hands here. As it works, we see Ahsoka really doesn't live by the Jedi Code at all anymore, and it's pretty cool to see. I like it. The Jedi were way too hung up on their rigid rules which confined their abilities and allowed the Sith to grow to power. Now I know I'm starting to sound like a true Sith Lord at this point, but what I mean is they needed to use the Force to help them when the situation asked for it, for the betterment of the situation, if it affected the galaxy, for better. So in this case, Ahsoka used her powers to get them to safety. If she didn't, they'd be killed, or be turned to slaves on the planet, or maybe on Kessel, mining spice for the betrayal of King Yaruba. They get in their ship and leave when the Pikes open the cargo and see nothing in the crates. They order deflector shields on them immediately, locking them in and ending the episode, rolling the credits. Now here's what I think will happen. We got a couple options here, oh, more than a couple. The Pikes are connected to Maul, as I said in this video earlier. He runs Mandalore the last time we saw him, as he lost to Sidious. This ties into the trailers we've seen regarding Ahsoka fighting Maul. Ahsoka and the two sisters, Trace and Rafa, will get captured by the Pikes. Ahsoka might be forced to call for help. Now, she wouldn't call for Anakin, but she could call for Rex, possibly somehow getting in touch with him. Or this could get the attention of the Republic somehow, as Anakin might sense that Ahsoka is in trouble. You know, after sensing that ship that passed by him. Perhaps he comes to their aid. Either way, with just six episodes left now, I'm excited to see where it goes. I really like what they're doing with Ahsoka's character arc here, as we see her distancing herself from the Jedi ways a bit and using the Force like she should. The lighting and shading and overall texture of this season is absolutely stunning, and it really shows Lucasfilm's care to detail and their overall advancement in technology here. I'm really happy that we get this season. Thanks, Dave Filoni. Hope you all enjoyed the review and breakdown. Have an awesome rest of your day. Stay safe out there, and may the Force be with you always. Now, full